following podcast contains three mates talking shit over some beers. As you can imagine, the language can get a wee bit hairy from time to time. So, get involved. Grab a beer and join us for Drunk Therapy, the podcast. This is quite exciting. I usually, uh, part of my job is to make presenters do this, but I've got in front of me a live read to break the fourth wall. Uh, and But it's a good live read that's uh, for a company that we do a lot of uh, work in the podcast with. Um, so I'm just going to go for it. Shane's a voiceover man, so you should really be doing this. Um, <coughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Square Go takes place this Sunday, uh, the 2nd of February at SWG3 in Glasgow. You can grab tickets from Ticketmaster. Uh, reminder that it's over 18s only, so make sure you have a good fake ID if you're going to try and blag it. Or just don't. You can watch it online, uh, assuming you can... You know, get past the firewalls. Fucked it. You were doing well. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a huge night with 30 wrestlers, five of whom are randomly selected to be given a weapon they can use in the match. (laughs) Fucking just like, man, you're doing it. Uh, They'll compete in an over the top rope battle royal to win a contract which entitles them to an ICW championship match at any time in the next 12 months. That's exciting. This year marks the ninth year of the square goal match. that has been contested and past winners include NXT UK stars Joe Coffey and Wolfgang, two guys that I love as wrestlers. So okay, yeah, that's all right. I just want to know quickly. Say if you say you can have this title match at any time, can you do it like Sunday at fucking three AM? Just proper like go to some cunt's house and be like, yes, title fight. Better them and before they even get up and steal their title. No, as well as Davey Blaze being here, we've got Thomas. <laughs> and Thomas is the referee, and that's why he's on hand for that cash in at any point. You just go to his house. You actually <laughs> you live with Thomas for 12 months. <laughs> you just wake him up. Uh, so we've got Davey Blaze, uh, one of the guys that's going to be in the match this Sunday. And we do have his bouncer, uh, Thomas, because apparently you're a bit of a loose cannon, mate. And there's some stories that we just need to <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd probably say them? more of a carer than a bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how are you, mate? I'm grand. I'm grand. I'm I'm good. Um, I'm excited for this. Like I've um, I've been told that I was going to let be doing a, a podcast, you know. And I was like, yes, this is the ICW Square Go Week. I can get a lot of things off my chest, explain a lot of things, get everything out the road, and all that, and have a good laugh with you boys. Do you know what I mean? It's good meeting you. So thanks for having me. I'm uh, I'm quite psyched. I'm glad that you're <clears> buzzing because the last I seen you was a video and you were just about to take a hammer to somebody with a bag over their head. I'm I'm not going to explain it for legal reasons, obviously, but um, aye, that guy's no hospital. I dropped him off, mate. He's fine. <laughs> funnily, funnily enough, one of the questions we ask you is how you would get away with murder. <laughs> I've done a few times. <laughs> um, We'll get to um, soon, you know, because it's is really good to see you back in ICW. And Thanks back very much, on the mate. Scene. Um, but this week, huge fucking week for Scottish wrestling. Our main man, Drew McIntyre, Drew Galloway, just won the Royal Rumble. And I, I tweeted out the following days, I watched it in the morning, and I went, I have not screamed at a Royal Rumble winner in years, maybe since the Stone Cold and Rock era. Mate, as honestly, soon as I seen that, I was like, ah! Mate, I was like, mate, I nearly fucking, oh, sorry, it's already as well. I nearly fucking flung my PlayStation controller through my telly, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Strews just won the Rumble. I was like, my God, be your bed, come on. She's like, what? I was like, Drew's just won the Rumble. She's like, <laughs> I mean, I suppose that, like, it shows the elevation of the scene over the past 11 years, man, but it just, that must give you guys so much incentive to show what a guy from Scotland can do in the biggest company in the world. Aye, there's, there's nobody, and honestly, like, this is the truth, like, there is nobody 
in my eyes, it's more hard working, more determined. It's that makes yourself to be an actual professional wrestler. Like he's flying the flag down for Scotland. Like he's the first British wrestler to win the Royal Rumble. Do you know what I mean? So it's that's a huge milestone itself. Um, Drew's the pinnacle of like Scottish wrestling. It's like we all aspire to follow in his footsteps, and it's and it's great to like have him as a friend, a peer. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's just he's just amazing. He's doing really well. And and the role model. It, it, <clears throat> do you know what? It validates what has been done in Scotland. You know, considering he was there at the very beginning of ICW, he came back when there was a show that sold out. Yep. Um, basically, the Hydro, the SEC. You know that that was the biggest moments in Scotland, and now he's over in the states, and he's Aye. bringing that attitude that exists over here. You know, because he, he and not to talk and dwell too much about it, but he basically got released and then came back to Scotland and honed his craft, and he took yeah. that attitude. It him. wasn't just in Scotland; it was, it was, <clears throat> it was. Do you know what? It was brilliant for him to do that because. Like, I can remember um, Drew had Drew had an injury, it was uh, to his wrist, and it was a, quite a serious injury when he was in free NBA, and, like, obviously, like, he, sp- he spent a lot of time not doing anything active in the ring, whereas, like, Jinder Mahal and Heath Slater were, <clears throat> but it was, like, eventually the time came where he asked for the release, he got the release, and it wasn't just he reinvented himself in Scotland, like, or England, like, Drew reinvented himself round the world like Drew was winning titles left right and centre in America he was winning them like in Ireland Scotland England um, companies even like out in Europe do you know what I mean like he won the ICW heavyweight championship and he made it a world heavyweight title do you know what I mean like a world heavyweight title like so just that alone like he he done that f- do you know what I mean? On his own back while he, holding all these other titles. And then eventually the call came coming back to him because he reinvented himself that well. Like, he was hot. He was hot in the scene everywhere. And WWE were looking at him going like that. This is it. Like, boom. We need to have him back. Drew, Drew went back. Now look where he is. Boom. Like, head man in fucking... WrestleMania. I can't be proud of him, the big man. Do you know what I mean? You say ah, that, mate, honestly, mate. <laughs> the thing is, as well, but it's, <clears throat> he made, but I don't I say this lightly, but he made Brock Lesnar look like a wee guy. Like, <laughs> see with that entrance when he walked into that ring? Like, he made Brock Lesnar Aye. look like a wee guy. Made Brock Lesnar look like a wee bitch, man, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's funny you say about the world heavyweight like, champion, he made it a world title. We actually were at Mania a few years ago <clears> and Wolfgang defended it in Florida. That's that right. That's right. It's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that, that fucking, that guy was the, you know, he was the opener for that to happen. Aye. And then all of a sudden you're in Florida and they're like, right, up next, the ICW <clears> Championship <throat> is going to be but uh, it's, defended. It's crazy, right? Because it's like, it's, it's do you know what? It's, it's so, it's so unbelievable. It's like, You'll get wrestling companies, right, <clears throat> that will fucking literally go and buy a heavyweight belt and then they'll call it the the World Heavyweight Championship, right? Whereas guys like Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, these these guys were all legit world champion athletes. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I know it sounds, eh, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but I know it might sound silly to some people, but Drew made that ICW belt an official like world heavyweight championship so it's like the boys that have held it in the company since then 
have, can all go down in record as official world, world champions. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, no, it's like for me coming back now <clears throat> in ICW, it's like I'm in, I'm starting to get in the best shape of my life again. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on the ball for like for where I was, uh, for being in a bad place. Uh, it's like now I'm like, do you know what? Like I've been a three time tag team champion. I've been a zero G champion. The only thing left for me is to get that official world heavyweight championship and be the top guy in ICW. Do you know what I mean? So it's like. I like I wow goosebumps just talk about it now man but it's it's so good it's like Britain right now is on fire and we're flying the flag everywhere everywhere in the wrestling scene like it's just it's just mental it, and I I just kind of be I just I'm so chuffed for everybody man like in WWE like ICW everywhere that Britain is wrestling wise I'm so happy for everybody man it's because we're doing well and this is what we've always wanted to do. If you were in a situation where you could. You know, get to the place where you could basically challenge anyone in the world because you can. If you win this weekend, you can challenge for the title at any mm. time. If you could challenge anyone in and or out of wrestling for a, a wee fight, <laughs> who, who would you who would you choose? It could be someone you're like, man, I love that guy. I'd I want to like, have a wrestle, or it could be like, fuck that guy. I'm gonna jab him in the face. I'd be like, Tyson, get off your weed farm, man. I'm gonna fucking knock you out. <laughs> He's gonna make millions off that. <laughs> I know, man. I remember he was on Joe Rogan. And he was talking about it, and he was like, he, he was just quite calm about it. Like, yeah, well, yeah, we're having this weed farm. I'm like, aye, Mate, but you. it's it's like all legal. It's like an actually holiday resort, like aye, in Colorado. Ah, you can go and get back to us hanging like. Put sun, put sun cream on your boy's back, man. Like, <laughs> that I mean, like, right hand hot my doobie. <laughs> so the Mike Tyson fight's coming soon. Um, one thing I'm loving about you already, mate, is you can feel that energy uh, coming uh, off you, you know, uh, genuinely, because you're just back. Aye. Just back not long. Um, and we'll get to that in a wee second. Yep. You were the youngest wrestler in Scotland. Are you still holding that title? Or is, is, that the, is, is that one of the tie team belts? Yeah, the, well, the, the, the Triple Crown tie team champion. Aye. aye, I still hold that title. I still hold that. Aye. What was that like? Because <clears throat> when did you start? Because you're still relatively young just now, aren't you? I, I'm I'm 26 now. Aye, that's relatively young. I know. Yeah. So it's, honestly, it's like I start. I started when I was like 15, and uh, like it's crazy to see it. But it's like me and all the boys are like all oh, ICW originals, and we're all still young. My my pups. Do you know what I mean? But we're like no, I, I wouldn't call us like veterans or OGs of the scene, but we're like. The way that I used to like when I was younger as a as a trainee or like a young professional, when I looked at guys like Kid Fight, Lionheart, Beatty Gun, Wolfgang, Drew, Jester, like these guys were like veterans to me. Do you know what I mean? And then it was like we get welcomed into the family, became friends with them, and it was like no you've got this other generation, this younger generation coming through behind us and it's like, we don't even see ourselves as like the way they did. It's just bizarre. But um, I like there's, uh, I've got a couple of titles that I hold. Um, <clears throat> I'm the only British wrestler to open up two of the biggest shows in the last 38 years since Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks wrestled in, a, in their sold out kind of crowd back then in the, in the world of sport days. Um, I'm... At the point where I became the, the the youngest person to hold the Triple Crown of Tag Team Wrestling, this was before uh, Pro Wrestling Elite opened up. Do you know what I mean? So it was like there was three major companies, and that was like um, PBW, BCW, and ICW. And I literally, like, I had the PBW tie belts, the BCW tie belts at the same time. 
I was tagging with Stevie and the Bucky Boys, and it was the ICW show, Get to the Chopper, where we were just finishing off literally a two and a half year feud with STI, and boom, I, I captured the ICW Tag Team Championships for the first time, and that was me, officially, like, and like, that was like my first big kind of like accomplishment, like my accolade, that was the youngest person to, hope to be the Triple Crown holder what, of Tag Team Wrestling. I was like, f- must have been about, what, 17? Fuck, man. So that's a lot <clears> of success, very, very young. Yeah. And um, I'd imagine a mental lifestyle for a 17-year-old Aye. in the wrestling world. It's like... Because <clears throat> as hard as he's worked, he's party is hard. Aye. But it's like, it's, it's like one of the ones, it's like, for as hard as we work, we party hard. But if you want to party hard, you need to work even harder. Do you know what I mean? It's like, because <clears throat> nobody owes you anything in wrestling. Like... I'm going to make that clear that you're not old fuck all in wrestling. Like, wrestling can eat you up and spit you right out its ass if it wants. Like, that's how really bad it is. <clears throat> but in professional wrestling, like, if you want it that bad, you go and get it. Like, I've always been, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's always been my idol. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's got, like, six rules a success in his life. And one of the two that stands out to me out of all six that he says is you can never claim the ladder up success with your hands in your pockets break the rules not the law right I've done both but on that ladder I've climbed up the ladder I've been near enough the top and I've fell right back down the ladder do you know what I mean and like I've sincerely like kind of put my foot in it but now it's like the second time climbing back up the ladder it's like the reason why I've not got beef with anybody, the reason why everybody still likes me, I'm still kind of like one of the boys is because even on my way back, even on my first time going up the ladder, I always respected everybody. I always gave everybody their dues, do you know what I mean? I was like sound with them. And then everybody fell back down the, the first time me climbing back up. When they were all coming down after tap, like I was respecting them still on the way down. I was respecting them when they were at the bottom. And then eventually, because I knew, I always, I always get told that you you never know. One day you might think your shit doesn't stink, and you might think you're you're, you're Jimmy Big Box exactly the way I did. Let's be honest. And boom, it happened to me. <clears throat> but because of the way I was, and I uh, and I knew everything that I done was like kind of on my own back, so I dealt with it like a man. Um, again, as I'm now coming back up the ladder, and I'm kind of booming back. I'm like one of the biggest. For, like started getting my name back again my reputation back again like boom I'm here with you guys and let like, us talking to you do you know what I mean so I'm starting to kind of like get back up there again and it's all just because of like part and parcel of paying your dues still paying your dues respect the game know the player and that's and that's it man so you you opened those two shows and <clears throat> you know quite clearly the most successful period in ICW's history yep then not long after kind of disappeared is that around about that time? Yeah. What, what did happen, mate? If, as much <clears throat> as you want to tell, I know there'll be a lot of people that'll be like, right, Davey, tell us a story. So, <clears throat> it was basically, I was in a, like, a dark, dark place, right? I'll say that. So, I was just like, kind of, that was like at the point where I was just like, you know what, man, I'm fucking, like, I felt like I was like, you know what, I'm this and that, and I wasn't, and it, it was nothing to do with any of the boys or anything like that. It was just, Outside the wrestling, there was a lot of personal stuff that I was dealing with as well. So I was just like, everything that was going through my head again, 
a young age and it was just me thinking that my shit doesn't think. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, that's your decision, then deal with it. Do you know what I mean? And I did. <clears throat> and I was like, people have always said, like, I've always asked the question. I mean, I've seen online, it was like, ask him, like, like, can I, why he's came back to ICW or why he's came, like, why, or, or where was he for wrestling? It was like, what people all need to remember is, like, even though that I was away from ICW, I was still wrestling like other companies. Do you know what I mean? It was just because I wasn't wrestling in ICW, but it was a big major platform and it was like full exposure. Like, but other companies don't have that, but they're still very big. Pardon me. Um, people didn't realise that I was still kind of wrestling. Do you know what I mean? So that kind of like hurt me as well. And that kind of like gave me the kick up the arse to kind of go, do you know what? Like, I, I needed this. Like, everybody does. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter what sport or what kind of job you're in. Everybody gets like this and everybody needs a wake-up call. And reality was, boom, this was mine. And that, and I, honestly, like, ever since that, like, I started training in the gym and getting my attitude better. Because <clears throat> at first, if you, before you come back into a company to wrestle, you need to, like, you need to clear, even if there's no heat or beef, <clears throat> you still need to, like, kind of be respectful and, like, like kind of, your place or give them their place and apologise for what you've done and then that's your extra kind of step and a new kind of frame do you know what I mean so um, aye so I done all that and eventually boom this uh, last year <clears throat> I get the phone call oh my birthday till I'm 26 so Dallas and I answered the phone and he was like right mate you're going to be coming back and I went next year so I'm thinking about it was like this year at the square go right He's like, no, 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 you're going to be coming back, you're going to be making to save Owen Gredo. And I went, right, nice one. Like, wow. I get goosebumps and I was like, oh, fucking hell, like, this is a big deal. Like, honestly, like, I was nearly greeting down the phone to him. <clears throat> and he says, then after that, he says, just keep doing your day in the gym. He says, and everything else, he went, you're doing well. I mean, everybody's seen it. He says, so just keep doing it. And then, and then honestly, that night came. But it was like, ah, fuck, like, I, <clears throat> I was on the phone to Dallas and I was like, Dallas, listen, don't even tell any of the boys that I'm coming back. Like, I, I, it was no, no even posted online, nothing. Like, I had to get sneaked into the venue in the back of what are we, JK, snack here, mate? Like, that's, how, <laughs> that's how crazy it was, man. So I've got, <laughs> I've got the water with JK, snack here, man, and I've got into the venue and all the boys are like, ah. <laughs> I came in my bag and I, the boys are like, what are you doing here? And I went, uh, I'm making the save on Gredo tonight. <laughs> I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. And I went, no, I'm, honestly. <clears throat> and it was just, like, I was that boof. It was like, Gredo, boom, in the match with Davy Davy. Gredo goes over. Then Ed's put a dude at him. And it was just, honestly, it was like, the, the video plays was like, doof, 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 doof. it was like, here we, here we. And it was like, <laughs> I'm standing there and I didn't even notice all the boys, all the local room were all standing behind me. And it was like, you hear the fans going, like to go no it can't be it can't be and then it's like my big mouth turns around man like that bang and they all start getting after nut and I'm like yes all the boys are all popping fucking after nut everything was there a was there a fear that you wouldn't get that kind of reaction because I seen oh. I seen that clip and then even the clip the other week when the Bucky boys get back together Aye. and it was when the, the wee man came out and bounced in your shoulders the noise like ICW is very special for these kind of pops that you get Aye. but was it like a, a nervousness or was it just a I'm not going to lie like when Drew came back, when Drew came back to ICW, 
Like to me, that was like the biggest pop, even to like right now. Iconic. Or, be- or before. I'm not even like fucking having an ego here or anything, but that's what people have told me. So the the drew the drew pop when they came back to the O2 ABC, and it was like uh, that venue got bumped down, right? When Drew came back there, again Drew get, drove to the back the back entrance. Nobody knew he was coming. Nothing. And then the lights go off. This big fucking six foot six giant, like Greek gods on the ring hood down. People's faces melted, like people collapsing that, right? And it, that, I was standing up in the balcony and I was I was watching it and I was like, off oh, man, like what a pop. Like to me, that was like until I came back. For what people have told me, that to me was the biggest pop. And I'm standing backstage at this curtain. And the video's just, the, the bit in the video where, where I turned in and my face is like being, Revealed as Davy Boy and every, every like, I'm leaving. Like, I thought the roof was going to cave in. Honestly, I'm standing and I'm, I was like, ah, oh, thank fuck, man. Like, <laughs> see, I, and it was just that that pop because it was like all the that I, I think I was nearly away for like two and a half a year, three year, right? And all the fans at that point, I was nearly greeting me. Like all the fans still cared for me, and I was like nearly greeting man. I was like, honestly, man, I was like, oh, what. And it was like people were telling me like after that night it was just like mate that was bigger that pop was bigger than Drew's comeback like no even legit and I was like fuck off and it was like no I was like no seriously like because it was like the face turns in big pop then I came out the curtain and the pop gets even bigger and I was watching it and it wasn't until I was watching it back and then watching Drew's comparison video back and I was like I wouldn't say it's bigger, but <laughs> I'd say maybe comparison. I but he got the rumble this week. You can have the <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's not going to that one. I'm sure he's not going to bother his ass for it. Drew's ass for his release to come back and sell some scores. <laughs> Give me a match at Film Woven. <laughs> um, you, you were talking about, and you said I need to go and fix myself. Yeah. What did that mean? Like, were you having mental struggles? <coughs> Are you talking Aye. about going back to the gym and that? Aye, because I wasn't really hitting the gym as much. Like, I took my foot right off the pedal. Um, I wasn't... Again, I thought I was, like, untouchable, right? Um, I thought, like, my... Like, my like my spot was untouchable, right? But it was, like... Then what, what, then what was happening was that I didn't realise and... It was like my attitude, my self-respect, and then respect for other people. I started not having respect for that. So it was like, like my dad, my dad and my mum have always taught me like, see the minute you start losing self-respect for yourself, like everything else, you won't even, you won't even know it, because right downhill, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? And most people don't come back for it. So it was like, I had to, I learned that. Like after that I'd left and I was like honestly man I was pointing sure I was like fucking in tears I didn't there was times where I wasn't I wouldn't even talk to my family about it do you feel quite isolated? aye and I felt like I couldn't go to the boys because I I've, I I felt like because I was away I was like oh fuck man like I can't like, I've, 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 I've no go to anybody so I was like <clears throat> excessively like out with my mates drinking do you know what I mean? And it was like I was just causing havoc, man, and it was it was just getting out of control. And then eventually like I get to kick up the ass. And then that was me, mate. I was like, right, cool. Um and I just started getting everything back. I just, like I isolated like, isolated myself for like the, the drinking scene. 
started getting in a bit of gym, like getting back my supplements and stuff like that, getting like, eating again and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And then again, just like reinventing myself. Like, do you know what I mean? Like just showing everybody, like before I went in, like showing everybody first, like this is this is me coming back now. Like, pl- like please, like give us a second chance. So treating I mean? yourself with respect <clears throat> and them with respect. Aye. So what what kind of what change to make you go right? I'm gonna leave this behind and start getting myself correct again. It was just like obviously because I've got. Because I've got, um, I've got three nephews, right, um, and like literally, as I'm recording this, like early February, I might have a niece or a nephew, Congratulations. right. So when I was like looking at them, and I was like looking at like kind of forties of myself, and then like watching all footage back, I was like, do you know what? I want to be a role model for them, like. I'm not wanting them to grow up and then see me as a, like, a nobody or somebody that pissed away their career just because they, I thought I was this and that. Like, no, I didn't want that, man. So it was like, I, like, you're, I'm not a wee boy anymore. I'm a fucking grown man. Like, put your grown man shoes on, zip up your fucking jeans, don't get your tadger caught in it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <clears throat> so you've got the square goal coming up on Sunday, David, and that's it. Like you're the fucking red hot guy, you know. Yeah, you're you're my personal fa- favorite to win it. Thank you, I'm man. Going to pick someday. The way it works, it's kind of similar to Royal Rumble, but the difference is, is that five entrants at random get a weapon. They can or they come in with a weapon. Aye, so it's like five like five guys at any point will come in and will it a weapon each. Aye, right, that can happen at like any point in the rumble. Um, I think I've <clears throat> in the last. Kind of previous years, uh, the the square goal is happening. Um, I've come in twice, like obviously not at one time, but <laughs> each event walked back out, came back in. Each event, we like weapons. <laughs> one of them, one of them was like a big um, black dildo. Um, <laughs> Did Jester give you that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I found it in a skip bin or something. <laughs> um, and the other one was a. Uh, Oh fuck! But I think it was like a, I think it was like a metal bar or something. Like that. I can't mind. But the worst, the <clears throat> the worst two for me, right, was like fucking. There was one year that Shah had come in. Shah had come in with like fucking this big leather belt, right? And I hate eating whipping, whipping off my skin. I fucking hate it, right? So it was like. But you've got a skin <clears throat> tone that if it whips off your skin, you can see it. So aye, people must say to you, aye, you need to take this one. Aye, exactly, right? <laughs> or people go, oh, you're a big boy, you need like, oh, you go, oh, you, oh, fuck off, right? So <laughs> I'm not even, like, honestly, like, people watch this back and think it's funny. Like, oh my God, like, you pure abuse that, you boy, right? But looking sharp, right, is like a wee wee guy. It looks like a, a baby, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Um, Shaz him with this big leather belt and I swear to God he's like he's gone to town on people right he's taking names to the bank and then he, he spots me and he's like yeah you mad guy and he runs after me and I'm like ah, grab Lou man <laughs> put Lou in front of me <laughs> and he's just whipping Lou man <laughs> so Lou's climbed down the top rope and like managed to like kind of drip down onto the onto the apron and I swear to God like I'm like Shaz just in the middle of the ring like kind of going to the left as I'm going to the left going to the right as I'm going to the right <laughs> And I'm like, ah, Shah, please don't, don't. And he's like, ah, you mug. He's just on it. He's better to know me, man. I've grabbed the belt off him and threw it away. And he's been like, ah, give me that belt back. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just better to know me. And, um, the other one was, uh, I think it was like the square goal before. I think it was like the square goal 
before I'd like kind of left, I think, I'm pretty sure. And uh, this is the time Dallas was in the square go. <clears throat> so he's in the square, that, that, this one where Dallas was in my demo. And Dallas had the golf club and him and Red Lightning went for it right at the bar. Is, so before Dallas has, has came in, um, Red is one of the entrants to come in with the, the candlestick. Now, the candlestick is like the strongest bamboo for Japan. It's burst up the, the middle, but it's just taped at the top and bottom. So if you hit it, oh my God, right? It's no joke. Uh, aye, aye, honestly. It fucked me, I wasn't laughing. Um, so... <laughs> Red just came in the ring, clocked me lying in a clocked me lying in a corner, and I, I'm like, no, no, Red, no. <laughs> and it's just kush, 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 right, and I, I've got the footage on my phone, and I'm shouting, I'm like, ah, ah, <laughs> and it, I swear, like honestly, no see kayfabe how, oh mate, they can fuck kayfabe, mate. Right? <laughs> there was, I mean, welts, welts, like the, honestly, like popping out my skin, all in my back, not that to the point where he was continuously whipping me. <laughs> Jester was saying to me after that he's like mate I was standing beside Red and going like that oh Red that's a bit much <laughs> <laughs> so see half the spots in the rumble like other than uh, <coughs> or the square goal you, you're throwing them over the top road that's all, uh, that's all pre-planned yep. obviously but um, see everything else that happens is it just anarchy like Aye. you I'm fucking coming after Aye. you can I get another one yeah there's another couple over there oh there we go. They're going to be. It's just a bit of some of that. Uh, what is it? Fiji water. <laughs> it comes in cans now. <laughs> you, you brushed over this really quickly, and before James asks us his question, what the fuck do you do with a big black dildo in a wrestling match? Oh, <laughs> mate. You just have a, you know, in fact, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the funny story, right? So it was me, Move Gang, right? So the the Square Go show, this that, that Square Go event happened in a garage. This is years ago, right? And here's a funny story that goes along with a black dildo, right? It was me and my wolf gang and went into the shop to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wolf gang's bigger than me, right? <laughs> so we fucked in. And um like it was just like you see all these big like obviously like rubber bums and all that, and you slap them and it's it's like Wait, which shop do you go to? Ann Summers. It was Ann Summers, Summers, right? Not being Costco recently, <coughs> either. There's just a sex shop in the Gallagate that I've always wanted to go into. It's like. So me and both kings walked into the fucking Ann Summers, right? And at the point, I was I was a teenager at the point, right? So it's like, I was weird, right? And Wolfie's obviously like massive. So he looks he, like your bear. He, he, I, I'm his bitch, right, Marilis? So it was like, I've like picked up this big massive box and I think it was, it was like... I think it was called Mr. Shaft or something like that. I think they named in the box or something. <laughs> it was stunning, like the dildo was stunning, like a black leather jacket or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I've took it off a shelf. And me and Barry have walked to the counter and there was just these three gorgeous lashes swarming behind the counter, just like, pushing herself right. <laughs> and I've, <laughs> I've went like Barry. Barry's like, Barry's just looking at something that like, I've, I've went like, like a pure bird and I've went, Barry, why get out of here? Like, <laughs> like, I didn't even mean it, right? <laughs> and I went, right, hold on, I pay for it. And the woman's went, ah, right, so you're going to have a good, like, I thought she was talking about, literally, I thought she was talking about the square go. She went, so you're going to have a good night tonight? And I went, oh, aye, he's going to get battled about it. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like this, and I'm laughing, I'm like, oh, he's going to get battled about it. <laughs> it's for a wrestling thing, it's for aye. a <laughs> Aye, honestly, aye. That's amazing. Listen, tell us about the tour bus. Dallas, when he was in, he said you used uh, ICW banned from 
all, all three, three major tour bus companies in the UK. And in you the UK. said, ah, I've got some stories. Off, oh, mate. Um, and this is when Thomas might put his hand up. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm, literally, I'm literally watching from the corner of my eye. So we might um, get some good stuff here, or we might. <coughs> Sorry, can't broadcast. Mm. My jeans. Oh, aye. Right, we've got aye, a jeans, jeans story. Aye, this is um, PC, this one. <laughs> so the the two. So it was the first tour that we done. There was a wee guy. Uh, no, this is not. It was the second tour that we done. Aye, second tour, wasn't it? Same tour bus, but right. We'll get we'll get to the story. Um, so this 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 bald guy, glasses, right? He's a wee bald guy, right? So it was October eighth, my birthday. I think I must have been turning what, what twenty twenty three or something like that, right? Um, and I forgot my jeans. I forgot to pack jeans, right? Because you're on the road, so you just pack like shorts or fucking zuba joggy bottoms or something like that, right? You think you're in the 80s, mate. Um, <laughs> so I went, fuck, man, what am I going to do? At this point, I was like, a 34 waist, right? But this driver's jeans were like 32. But I was demanding that I was going to, it's my birthday, I'm going to, right? So, talking, I'm like, asking everybody, I'm like, even Barry, big wolf guy, I'm like, Barry, have you got any jeans? He's like, no, mate, my jeans are going to fit you. I went, Barry, I'll, I'll get a, a belt and just... No, I didn't get his jeans right, so... Like a fucking hobo. Just I, <laughs> I, fucking... The wind picks up me to fly away. Um, so I've this fucking... I'm outside having a smoke and um, the driver's standing there. I'm just like... Honestly, he must have thought something else for like a couple of seconds like when I was looking at him, but I'm looking at him like pure eyeing him up and down. Mate, I bought a dildo a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm looking at this guy, that, like this bus lever eyeing him up and down. He's went, mate, what are you eyeing me up and down for? And I went, geez your jeans. <laughs> He's went, what? I went, geez your jeans. He went, what for? Like, not even saying no. Like, he was just like, what for? And I went, Mate, it's my birthday. I'm choking to go tonight in Dundee. I think these are jeans. He's went, mate, my jeans are no fit. You man, he's like, I like size you. <laughs> and I went, they'll fit. Gees them. She's like, right, hold on. She's like, ah, right up the stair. I've took them, mate. That was quite easy. Aye, honestly, mate. Ah, right. So Thomas and all the boys. So you got up the stair on the tour, this tour bus, right? <clears throat> so you, you, the front door of the tour bus. You go in it. And you've got the wee kitchen area. To your left of the door. You've got the staircase. So you got up the staircase and this is you in the sitting room. Right? It was like MTV Cribs, mate. Honestly, God, right? So you're in there. You're up the stair. You've got a big seating area. PlayStation 4, iPad, surround sound system, big plasma telly, right? And then through the, the door in the hall, this is you, like, kind of, in your bunk bed area. So I'm standing there in the bunk bed area, right? I've got a photo of this and all. And the guy's kind of just standing, just at the top of the stairs and he's, he's looking in like that. And, uh, He's gave me his jeans and I've, I've put on his jeans, right? And I'm like, ah, right, mate. I'm like, so how do you get a look? But I've not even got them buttoned up yet. <clears throat> He's went, button them up. We'll set them up and button them up, mate. And Thomas is fucking, Thomas is just killing himself laughing. He's like, ah, Blaze. He's like, you can literally tell you're not even circumcised. He's like, ah, like, <laughs> don't go out in him. And I went, I'm going out in him, Thomas. I'm like, ah, that's it. End of story. So I've breathed in my belly like that. And I've got the jeans on. <laughs> and I was honestly fear. To just breathe out in case it thing right off, he's worried. <laughs> but I it was um it was a good fit. And that was me, man. Night out caused it. 
<laughs> you, you managed that right out with these guys. What, the, what was the guy wearing? Did you give him a pair of shorts? <laughs> I, I think I gave him my shorts, aye. It's that guy with a pair of boxers. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a night out as well, eh? He's having fun with the big black dildo. <laughs> Meeting up with the other bus drivers. Like, ah, no, don't ask, lads. <laughs> don't give that day with your jeans. <laughs> Did you bring glasses back to the bus? No. Was that a rule? Aye. Near lassies back? No. Near lassies. Uh, that, gonna... that seems like that seems like nah we didn't eat <laughs> the man that tells me can't say things is going good answer good answer <laughs> 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 some orgies <laughs> Mr Shaft was busy <laughs> Mr Shaft <laughs> that should be your new wrestling name bro hey, come, coming in a big little Jacob <laughs> I was going to ask this are, are you single? <coughs> yes. Well, that's not me. Like, I, I'm not this big Mr. Shaft that hasn't got me asking. But as a wrestler, right? And I always thought, like, sometimes me and my mates on the piss would be like, oh, yeah, I'm a professional wrestler. I'm like, five foot fuck all. No one believed that. But, like, do you have you ever used, I'm a, you know, I'm a pro wrestler? To well, get laid I don't need to use it, it. I can, I have in the past, and I do constantly still would use it. I'm like, here, how you doing, hen? I'm a professional wrestler. My name's David Blaze. Why I get a drink? <laughs> But it's Geisha jeans <laughs> You're there in these jeans Hey, Mike Geisha in the room <laughs> You make my pal Mr Shaft <laughs> Wearing the size Two small jeans I've seen Mr Shaft Coming in um, How many times Did you use the line Ah you seen me And take me out last week Me <laughs> <laughs> Oh mate I'm leaving Got a kids you on I was um, Cause I done dinner date As well Did right? you do dinner I, date I done dinner date As well right um, And I was a Bought hair away Figure on big brother before Aye. I was I was a ball hair away figuring on the last season before it got cancelled or st- before it stopped, right? See the Scottish lassie that went on it? Aye. And she got fucking put out the house because, uh, because she was being controversial and that. Aye. She was the one that beat me to go on the show. Fuck. So I was fucking raging because I'm, I'm watching it and I'm like, ah, this lassie's absolutely some nick, honest to God. And so they fought, they fought me and they were like, Oh, Mr. Coyle, just to let you know that um, uh, the, the girl that beat you, um, sadly, but I've had to let her out of the house. It's just to say, we, we wish we would have went with you. And I went, I know, I've been fucking watching it. <laughs> Pair of bastards. Why didn't they just go go in? Like, she's out, you're in. That's <laughs> what I've done. I don't know. Like, to be fair, I don't know if that's a fair swap. You get a hot girl and then you replace it with a big fucking massive bull dude. Yeah, but he's got a dildo, <laughs> mate. Ah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Take Me Out, then, because you, you got a date, didn't you? <laughs> I got a date and I went to Fernando's, all right? Yeah. Where is Fernando's? Is yeah, it? Las Americas in Tenerife. Right, and what's it? What's it like, man? Mate, it was brilliant, brilliant. And what was um, the lassie like? Because there's a YouTube clip that gets to the point where you're about to pick the lassie, aye. and then it then just it just cuts off. It. Aye, um, well, the lassie was brand new, man. She was she was smoking, so she mm-hmm. was uh, she was gorgeous. Um, so basically, um, I used to do Buff Butler in years ago, right? Nice. <clears throat> and I was eighteen when this. When the applications came through, so I was in jumping jacks one night, doing a buff butler, and right, causing it, causing it, man, right, the shots and all that, having a laugh, right. And then um, at the end of the shift, um, the boss comes up to his John, his name is right, <clears throat> and he's like, Boys, I've got these applications in for, um, for take me out. And he's like, Is anybody interested to go on it? So I was like, In my head, I was like, Bing bong, like, exposure. So I was like, Fucking hell, here we go, right? I was like, ah, John, I'm up for it. He's like, right here, there you go. <clears throat> it was only me who took it. So I filled out all the form, right? I'm leaving kidney on. Like, on the form, it was like, 
like, what's your talent? It's like, what do you do? And I must have spoke a mad lot of shit on this application form just to go on it. I'd say to them that I was a bush trimmer that I'd done topery. Um, you're, uh, a, you're a painter because <clears throat> we've seen no, that one. <laughs> it was not a painter, it was a, a landscape gardener, and I was a landscape gardener, but I was a graffiti artist and I wrote on the application form, I done uh, graffiti and I hang about with Banksy, he's my pal. <laughs> 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 and fucking, um, <clears throat> the other one was I could do breakdancing and I won the UK B Boy Championship, was still in London. No, I didn't, right? <laughs> so fucking, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you on, right? <clears throat> so I'm at shooting one day with my ma and um, the phone goes and the fucking I've answered it right I went eh, hello like pure like pure like alright mate like pure neddy and guys went eh, hello this is eh, this is eh, Daniel for ITV and I was like oh hello there Daniel like, eh, how are you and he's like I know bad um, he's like ah. now at this point I didn't know what the word shortlisted meant right just get that out there right <laughs> so the guys went just to let you know David You've been shortlisted. I didn't even give him a chance to speak the rest. Of the, I've just went, oh, mate, you're fucking kidding me on. <laughs> I, he's went, what? And I went, mate, I'm, I'm fucking gutted, mate. I mean, <laughs> I'll try again next year. <laughs> mate, and he just started laughing down the phone. He's went, David, do you know what, do, do you know what shortlisted means? And I went, absolutely not, mate. <laughs> 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 he, he's went, it means you're the last four. And I'm like, oh, here we go, mate. I'm like, yes, fucking yes, right. So, <clears throat> they've got in contact me through email, right? And this is where it gets to the bit where I spoke a lot of shit. This is where they catch me out. So he's like, ah, right, we've got a VT team. A VT team coming up. I say that right there. He's coming up to your house. They'll be up at 8 o'clock in the morning. They'll be with you for the whole week to fill in all your stuff. <clears throat> so I went, right, okay. And he bought them. Like, ah, what kind of stuff is it you want? Because I forgot all about the shit. The guy's emailed me and he's went, um, you need to go and get a couple of bushes uh, because you see that you can do topiary. Uh, we'll buy all the spray paint and bring them up with the canvases because you can do that and all. And then when, when you're doing on the show, you'll break down to Paddy McGuinness. So I'm looking at this email and I'm going, oh, fuck off, right? I'm like, no danger. <laughs> nothing about wrestling in it. <laughs> not, 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 I nothing about wrestling in it, right? So I went like to my dad, the pure serious, I went, dad, do you know anything about topiary? And he just started laughing. He's went, well, what have you says? I says that I can that I'm a bushman and I can do topery and he's went no you've no topery when you do the fancy bushes aye I like fucking put him into a dinosaur and all that right? <laughs> <laughs> so my dad's my dad's just started laughing he's went no you can deal with this yourself this will be brilliant so he's went what else have you seen you can do and I went I says that I used to hang about me uh, Banksy I used to do graffiti and he's went oh this is going to be brilliant he's like right what else and he went I went to uh, breakdancing and he's went fucking he's like you put yourself in it didn't you so I thought you did <clears> a wee bit of breakdancing in the wrestling section <clears throat> no like, I as in like on the show with Paddy I, I was like fuck off I thought is. he was going to do a clothesline or no. something but you're doing a wee bit of dancing <laughs> <laughs> but I, a wee bit of dancing man and uh, <clears throat> so they've, they've come up to the house and I've got honest to god this was like embarrassing even the neighbours were out because my dad told the neighbours about the lies that I told <laughs> so the neighbours the like, neighbours the neighbours are, eh? are out all the neighbours are out their houses looking at the fence right or fuck like, in their dressing guns and all that 8 o'clock in the morning and they're like ah, go Davey fucking bush trim that bush <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm fucking they've put this big massive spotlight on me right and they're like ah, 
Right, three, I'm still in a pair of shears in my hand, right, with these two edges. <laughs> nothing. Three, two, one, action. And I'm like, honestly, man, it was like, you could you could hear a fart, right? And I was just like, just standing there and he's went, cut. He's like, ah, David, are you all right? You're a bit cold. And I went, no, I just don't know how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so they were fucking raging with that. <clears throat> and then... Um, <laughs> we, went, we had this big mass they, 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 This is the bit where they They get pissed off with us, right I didn't know that they rented out this big massive warehouse For like £250 for one day Right And this the canvases and all that were all set up For me to spray paint, right and, Oh my god, right <laughs> £250 for one day He rented out a warehouse, right with the cat, And I couldn't spray paint is this the, the love heart you ended up spray painting? Aye, aye, but see when you see when you watch me carefully spray paint the love heart, it's because they've they've told me to write before I done the love heart. Spray paint take me out. And I made up some mad excuse. I was like, oh no, the, the canvases are a bit too small. I don't know if I can fit <laughs> uh, fit it on. They've come out with these big Jerry bastard wallings, man, like big massive canvases, right? And they've went, right, on you go now. And I was pure raging doing it. I was like, oh, fucking right. <laughs> And they went like that, David, can you spray paint as well? And I went, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> they went, they've literally turned me and went like that to me. Like, threw their horn up and went, just do a love heart or something, man. <laughs> As I said that to him, he went, I didn't know he could spray paint. Like, They're probably just filling it with other shit. Aye, mate, aye. And then, and then that's when they turned me and went like that to me. We've actually digged into what you do. What about wrestling? Why did you not just say wrestling? So that was when you filmed a bit with me and Kid Fight in the ICW ring with me and him wrestling. And they were like, You could have just said that, mate. You would have still let you on the show. They went, Why did you make up lies? And I went, Eh, I don't know. I just wanted to be on the show. <laughs> I had a lot of shots that night. <laughs> I, I think I did. What was uh, Big Paddy like? Has he talked to you like before it or anything? Or is it just a case of coming I'll mate. do a shite joke and then. No, Paddy's brilliant, man. Like, Paddy McGuinness is the fucking man. Honestly, like he's brilliant. So he is. He's um. So what? I, they, what they done was, they flew me down, on the Wednesday. So I was there, or I was recording on the Friday, right? Um. So I was like British Airways, first class, whole lot, right? You get picked up at the airport in London. A wee guy holding your name in this big, like wee white, fucking plastic. Thing, right? I don't know what you call it. A board, I think. A board. I like board. Ah, Aye. <laughs> like, when you see, enough, you see it in an American yeah, film, and you're like, that never been used. <laughs> I was thinking of it, I was like, fuck, what's he talking about? They say, what board? I was like, I've heard of that. One of the things you spray paint on. <laughs> Aye. So the wee guy's holding it, and it's like ITV, and it's like David Coyle, and I'm, I'm walking to the airport, I'm like, oh, that's me, that's me. The guy's yes, like, sir. Ah, mate. In this big massive metal van, tinted out windies, brilliant. Must have felt like fucking Robbie Williams or something like that, right? So I went to the hotel, then you've got like a wee welcome package in that in your room. So it was like everything that you're going to be doing, um, like you're going to meet Paddy, he'll talk to you and stuff like that, and you'll get to watch the shows so you know what kind of you're going to be doing on your recording day. So I was watching this guy, I think it was like the Wednesday night, this guy's called Richie. Uh, honest to God, I felt so sorry for him, man. It was a, it was a sin. I thought this was like a piss take, right? Every light off, no, even every light off at first. They've obviously like kind of like went right. Keep these lights on, because this guy's trick at the end. Because he says that everybody says that when he does a karaoke, either the Austin Powers tune in his pub, 
that he looks like Austin Powers. So they had this cunt coming down in the Austin Powers get up like the full hang wig glasses fake teeth and his teeth were already shamble like right <laughs> <coughs> and I've had the wee the, the wee British mini motor right and I the minute he's came into lift at all the glasses I just went oh bang boof black it all by myself came on man and he was just not happy at all I'm stalling with the boys like that like just at the back of the production bit laughing like oh mate I was greeting greeting right <laughs> so <coughs> Uh, Thursday came we, uh, we got told not to go down to the studio on the Thursday but we just had a chill day before we were filming on Friday that's like proper free day fucking <coughs> you don't get paid though do you no we get paid do you I was the highest paid guy at season 6 uh, I get paid 190 quid um, everybody else get paid £80 uh, and I get paid you get €60 Euro going away me, and the rest of them get €60 Euro going away me. Nice. So and is that because you had more skills in them? Were they all, <laughs> I think it was just because it was like. It. <laughs> I think it was like, like genuinely because obviously they've had a look through my Twitter because like, they dig deep on you know that man. So it was like they had a look on my Twitter, like on the internet and stuff like that. And I've obviously went right, cool. Like the viewers or whatever, I'm I'm not really sure. But I, like when I say to them, because when, when me and the boys were away in Tenerife, like, we were all talking about when we we're in the hotel. Because what happens is when you're in Tenerife. You, you and the boys, you and the three other boys stay in the, this hotel, right? And the lassies stay in a, another hotel three miles down the road for you. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're not together, right? So me and the boys are in the hotel. I've took an event like that to the boys. I mean, oh, so what did you get in your in your wage envelope? And they went, ah, uh, you go first. <laughs> I went <laughs> like that. Right, there you go, 180 quid and then obviously the 60 euro. And I went, you got 190 pound? Uh, you only get eight. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> get up, mate. How long you there for? Uh, you were there for a whole weekend. So you were there for three days. Shit. And so you do the day the first day and then you can have a couple of days of... The day the date basically on the this, on this Saturday. Um, and then, so you have the Friday, like, kind of, when you arrive there on like, Friday morning, you have the whole Friday to yourself. You fill them on the Saturday. Uh, like, you do your day activity and then your dinner date. And then for the Saturday night... Um, after that, if it's like if you, even on telly, if it comes out like your date successful on the holiday, or if it's no, they book you in this big massive party thing at Gary Lineker's bar, um, like champagne, the whole lot, the works, and then on the Sunday you get to have like a mad chill day or an activity day, and then you just fly out that afternoon, uh, back down to, uh, like obviously well I had to fly down to London with them and then fly up to Glasgow, so. Why the fuck do they put you in separate rooms to, like, I would have th- thought you'd go at least in the same room, <coughs> just in case oh, I mean, shit I thought, goes well, eh? That was gutted, man. I thought I was getting a fucking honeymoon sweet well, man. I was like, yeah, here we go. It was just both me and me, me and myself, man. I was like, all right. Oh, that's people view upon. Aye, damn it, free view. I don't even think that's still a thing anyway. <coughs> I've got a big belt to chin, man. Honestly, I've had people call me, like, powder toast, man, in the past and that, and, like, before I found out who he was, when I googled him, I was like, oh, thanks very much, mate, Pearl Toast, man, that's a pure compliment. I thought it was a compliment. No, it's a, it's a pure 80s cartoon character, mate. It's a, a superhero and he's got a big loaf of fucking sliced bread in his head. <laughs> a, big, a big chin sticking it. And then when I seen it, I was like quite heartbroken. I was like, get it that up, please, man. That sounds like pure peak kids, <clears throat> 80s 
cartoon like Banana Man, like Toast Man, Peach Man. Mate, see, I'll be honest, man, I can do a bit of acting and all, mate, and you you never know, they're they're remaking a lot of things these days in movies, so if they ever remake Powder Toast Man (laughs) and they want to leave an actor, I'm your boy. (laughs) Uh, I've got some questions from people that uh, follow ICW. Um, I'm going to get them. Did you ever go on a date with Jodie Marsh, Chris Mitchell, once in a while? Uh, I think it was her anyway. I was a bother off it. Oh, fuck, tell <clears> that story. Uh, basically, what happened was we were, we were constantly going back and forth on the, the statuses on, on Twitter. Uh, and it was, honestly, it was like, at first I was like, I oh, know, she's probably feeling sorry for me, man, and I'm just replying back to you. But, oh, it turned out. She was a she was a big fan of the Blaze. Aye, she was, she, was she was into it. Was this when she was jacked? No, no. This is actually like well before, well, well, well after like our bodybuilding career. Um, so it was like we were fucking heavy chatting away and all that, and she was like, "I, I, you never know what could happen and all that." Uh, the sort of message you get, and you get an instant. Aye, <laughs> she, she, like, our mad, our mad fucking pal was uh, getting his head tattooed, like that mad hairline thing, uh-huh. and she was wearing. Like doing it right, <clears throat> so one of the uh, one of my mates, <clears throat> Lee, she wrote on the video, on her live video. She was like, um, "So when are you taking David Blaze out for a date?" Then and she's went, "Oh, David Blaze, that Scottish guy, I quite like him." I uh, she's like, "I never know. Uh, I just hope he's not got a mushroom, really." And I commented on it, and I went, "Well, I can tell you something right now, Hen. I mean, it's not a mushroom." Cucumber maybe but <laughs> <laughs> Coming a night out in Dundee And see me in a pair of jeans <laughs> <laughs> Did it just fizzle out then? Uh, if, it, it basically fucking never happened Because I wasn't an, imperson- uh, an Elvis impersonator She's got me a guy Who's an Elvis impersonator Like dresses like him Everything Like swear to god Like the whole hair doing everything That's Aye, so, weird isn't it man So um, I know she's a big fan of fucking What's that guy's name? Elvis, Elvis. Uh, <laughs> Dean Dean Martin. Aye, aye, aye I know aye, she's aye, a big aye. fan of Dean Martin, man. So I might get a, a pair of specs at uh, Optical Express and comb Start my hair back. Song. Aye, mate, go for the next one. Go for the like somebody feel of Ireland, <clears> younger, <throat> hotter. Um, Richard Robinson. <laughs> Richard Robinson. That's a great name. Uh, now that you've made your triumphant return to ICW, what's your game plan? Heavyweight title, or are you looking to get back into the tag division? Hmm. I'd probably say mayor. Mayor on the lines are like the heavyweight title picture well, that, shot. That leads us into, you know, yeah. how are you going to win the square goal on Sunday then? Just going to pop every wee fanny right out here at the top rope and just throw in the middle and go, yeah, Sammy Square Goal winner, uh, 2020. Right, Stevie, get get your belt on the line. They're getting smashed. I would that be weird? You know, fighting your former best mate kind of thing? <sighs> Nah, I fought him before and smacked his ass. So is that the plan then? You're going right after him? Aye. Because he's came back a few weeks ago. Aye, we're, we're sounding all that. We're, we're back together, but we're sounding all that. Do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, business is business. Do you know what I mean? You've you've got to go down to brass tacks. And if you want to be where you want to be, if it's your cousin or your pal, you know, you need to, you need to make a hard decision, mate. Do you, like, it's no, it's no personal, it's business. I'm seeing I mean? it now. Wee man on a pole match. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Wee man on a pole match. Just with a title strapped around him. <laughs> Winner gets custody. <laughs> Winner gets custody. I got uh, whose idea was the Bucky Boys then to get back together for the one night only? <clears throat> um, Is that something you guys wanted to do together? Basically, what, what happened was, like, when I came back, uh, when I came back, um, like, I says to Dallas at first, because uh, Dallas brought it up to me, and I says to Dallas at first, I went, look mate, I went, 
Stevie's on a running with the belt. I mean, I don't want to affect him. I mean, I don't want to be like a burden or anything like that. I says, if Stevie's up for doing it, then I'm up for doing it. I mean, but I don't want it to come across. It's like, oh, cause Stevie's got a belt and I've just came back into the picture. I'm like, wanting me and Stevie to get back together. It wasn't like that, do you know what I mean? But Stevie was, uh, no, sorry, the Dallas was like, <clears throat> no, 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 we've got this idea. Because I'm already in a storyline with Ravy Davy, we've got this idea where we, they just came up with it where they went, Ravy Davy's fighting Stevie at the last garage show there. So that was for the, the heavyweight title. And then Ravy Davy's Ned crew that obviously came in, they were battling Stevie. And then that's where I've come out to make a save. <clears throat> so when we made when I made the save on Stevie, that's when Carmel's came out. And the game plan was obviously like, fuck it, like it's now or never. Mm-hmm. She went, used to using a pair of bams, but I know another pair of bams that are dressed better than you, blah blah blah. And it's the Bucky Boys. Uh, how about the Govan team versus the Bucky Boys for the main event uh, the, the fight club team? <clears throat> and that was it, man. It went on fire. We obviously were victorious and we won that night. Um, and Stevie was cutting a promo uh, for the upcoming main event match. He's going to bring me no one there at Square Go uh, this Sunday. Um, and Stevie literally he just turned me and went, I swear about the Bucky Generation. And it was like, what? Uh, that was it. Boom. So it's like the Bucky Generation now, man. Yeah. Aye. So that's us, man. We're, we're back together now. But until you batter him, <clears throat> square go. Aye, well, you never know. Aye. Yeah, I'm just keeping my 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 girls close to my chest, <laughs> mate. <laughs> uh, you don't need to tell us if you're going on it, mate. Uh, you know, I might just do it, mate. You never know. <laughs> Wait, so like, as a non-wrestling fan, do you know already, or do people like? Obviously, no. I know. I don't know. Thomas, do you know? Ah, uh, you know, mate. Thomas you know. Knows. Look at him knowing over the air and shit. Thomas knows. <laughs> I like the fact that no one are knows. You, are you refereeing at it, Thomas? Yes. <clears throat> Thomas knows. Thomas knows. Thomas knows. Nobody knows, lads. <laughs> oh, he's sitting on the fence. He's like, ah, nobody knows. And one survives. Don't fucking ruin it. You suspend all disbelief when you watch a, a battle royal like that because I, even when I was watching the Royal Rumble on Sunday, I was like, how amazing is it if one of them just was annoyed at another wrestler that was made to stay in the rumble and they just threw them out when they were up against the fucking rope? That probably happens. Mate, it's happened a couple of times in the square goal. Like the boys just pure ribbing each other, man. Like, <laughs> right. I, honestly, like they'll just be like, oh, here, man, right, you let that rope. And there's a lot of trust <laughs> placed in the competitors because you really could just do that. <laughs> <laughs> see that, I'm um, honest to God, right, we all love it in bits, but see if there was a guy in ICW that, doesn't matter what size you are, could just pick you up and put you on the tap rope for fucking shits and gigs as wealthy. And you've and you've not got a choice but to just go Right, I'll right, take it. Aye, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Barry's a big behemoth for a boy, man. He's a big strong boy. Aye. aye he's, 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 he's a unit is. man. <clears throat> um, does it Jane, feel any... do you have a question? Sorry. I was gonna uh you go. Yeah, does it feel how do you feel then watching so Wolfie just wrestled and NXT, not yep. just NXT UK a couple of weeks ago. So is that a feeling of like pride or is it motivation or do you just feel dead happy for your mates when you're seeing stuff like that happen? It's like uh, it's it's like I'm happy and it's like, it's motivating as well. Like and it's not just Wolfie, it's like Wolfie, Joe, Mark, Keely Ray, um 
you know, like all the other people that we know. So it's like um, Tony Storm, uh, Demo. Well, Demo's not really. Demo's like NXT in the states. So it's like I'm talking like kind of NXT UK. Yeah. So it's like 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 Tony Storm. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster, uh, Mark Andrews, you know, like, like all the all the UK guys, they're like even the grizzled young veterans, like they're they're all causing it. They're they're all doing very well. That I'm not saying I'm mates with every single one of them. All the Scottish people I'm close with, like very close with, and then it's like everybody else I mentioned, I know them well. Do you know what I mean? It's like we're we're all a big family. It's like a community. So it's like I I'm I'm very happy for everybody. It's 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 no like. It's like and it's and it's motivating as well because it's like you, you you look you look at them and then it's like you say it yourself if they went and done it and they're fucking taking the flag, high in the fly, right, then I can do it at some point. But again, as I says, wrestling doesn't know yet. So if you want it, then you need to work for it. You work, 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 and it's like you never know when that opportunity is going to come flying to you, because you never do. It, it could happen. It could happen next week. It could happen the next year. It, do you know what I mean? It's like WWE look for the absolute best. Like they want people who are going to carry the name respectfully, be mature, be responsible. Do you know what I mean? And they want the best of the best, and. They've got the best of the best, and I'm glad it's my mates and the people that I know, because they're the people that can do it best and who are doing it best right now. So I couldn't be any happier for them, man. Speaking of best of the best, <clears throat> uh, we had Mark Dallison almost a year ago now, right? Coming up, maybe you know, ten months ago, and we challenged him to just cut a promo. Because that's one of the things that blows my mind about wrestling. I fucking loved it as a kid, and you. You see the shit they do in front of a camera. It's like, holy shit, they've just got a minute to just say some shit. So we're going to see if you can do it better than Dallas. But you've got to plug Drunk Therapy, the podcast. So no, you're not fighting anyone unless it's other podcasts. <coughs> you got 30 seconds to fucking cut a promo for Drunk Therapy down the lens. Proper wrestling spec. Can you do it? Right. So just give me a three, two, one, right? We're ready to go. All right. Three, two, one. Shane, you specky hot dog. Do you realise who I am? Do you realise what you have caused right now? I'm here. I'm here and I'm ready for you, you baldy midget. I'm David Blaze. I'm the Buckfast Barbarian and I'm coming to the Drunk Therapy Radio Podcast to slap your arse and steal your glasses. Here we, here we, here we fucking go. Oh, ah. See if I can pick a best moment of the podcast. Yes, Becky, bitch. I'm sorry, mate. I love you. The whole time I, I was you. like, yeah, no, nah, he's got a good, he's got a fair, fair point. <laughs> I was going to get up and bitch slap him, man. No. I think we should play that out to do the introduction. <laughs> get rid of that voiceover shit. It was just like, <laughs> here we, here we. That was very good. Well I like, done. I like the idea of your mum like phoning you the next day or two, just going, how are you getting on? In Scotland, son. <laughs> <laughs> You've not been kidnapped by a hammer, have you? <laughs> yeah. Well then, speaking of that, how would you get away with murder if you could? <laughs> well, that's for me to know and you to find out. <laughs> that's very sinister. Maybe not, <laughs> maybe not push that. Guys. <laughs> Listen, Davey, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. I said that at the start of the podcast, you've just got a fucking great energy about you. And you Thanks very much, mate. You've, uh, 
you've come back stronger, maturer, um, and I'd imagine you're going to be, if not already, a great locker room leader uh, for ICW Hopefully and Wendy. a lot of your other promotions. Um, and we would definitely love to have you back after you win the... Uh, Square go on Sunday. I'd love to be back, even <laughs> if I don't want it. I'd love to be back. Well, I You never know. But Shane, I might just come up and give you a good scene. I'll come up with Shaft. It's the speaky midget versus Square go. That's what's happening. Listen, if you want to see it on Sunday at SWG3 in Glasgow, you can buy your tickets now from Ticketmaster. It's over 18 only unless you sneak in the back there's actually a good way you can sneak into SWG3 I'll show you and listen <laughs> it's a brilliant brilliant main event as well Noam Dar Stevie Boy fucking cracking I square go and the atmosphere at an ICW show is unrivaled it's like the best gig ever but better in Scotland they always Aye. talk about the Scottish audiences absolutely imagine the passion of wrestling mixed with that it's fucking outstanding a previous guest Hannah who uh a brilliant filmmaker is actually going on Sunday and it's a first experience for ICW and I wouldn't like I can't recommend this higher enough if it's your first ever ICW event it's going to blow your fucking mind so Aye. definitely give it a bash if you can absolutely and uh, cheers for coming in really appreciate it no worries thanks for having um, me guys Thomas do we need to cut anything from that has he been alright cheers <laughs> <laughs> that was Drunk Therapy if you enjoyed this podcast go listen to some of the other ones the old you would have if you're on socials, like us there as well. Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Therapy. It's something weird on Twitter, which I can't remember right now.